0: What does Paul pray for the people that he spent three years serving, discipling, and growing in Christ? Today, we are going to pray through one of those prayers. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me today as we dive into episode 155 and pray our way through part of Ephesians chapter 3. But before we do that, we're going to open with a bit of worship. And worship today is going to come from Ephesians 3, verses 8, and then 11 and 12. I'm just going to read it kind of all as one passage, but it's verse 8 and verses 11 and 12. It says, This grace was given to me, the least of all the saints, to proclaim to the Gentiles the incalculable riches of Christ. This is according to His eternal purpose accomplished in Christ Jesus, our Lord. In Him, we have boldness and confident access through faith in Him. All right, it's funny. I was just prepping the posts for tomorrow on the Facebook page, and it was around part of this scripture. And so I feel like I've just prayed through this scripture, but we're going to use this as worship this morning. And so there are some things that these verses speak about God that we want to highlight in worship this morning. So let's just get right to it. Will you join me? Father, I'm I'm grateful I'm grateful for the fact that we can use scripture this way, that we can repeat these words back to you to honor you and recognize you for the things that you declare about yourself and about this world. And one of those is that the riches of Christ are incalculable. And we have computers <laughs> that can calculate Almost anything, or it feels that way for those of us who are not super math inclined. <laughs> but your riches are incalculable. We can never get to the end of it. We can never figure out and put our arms around like this is contained. These are the riches of Christ. It's incalculable. Your riches in our relationship, in your person, are so vast that we can't comprehend. And I honor you for that today. I'm here to say that I worship you. I'm so grateful for your presence with us. I'm so grateful that you have accomplished this eternal purpose of reconciling your people to yourself. And I'm so grateful that we have boldness and confident access to you through faith. That's how we come before you today, in confidence and in boldness knowing that we are in Christ and we have access to you, Father. I'm awestruck at the opportunity that I have on a daily basis to speak with you. I'm awestruck at the fact that, Spirit, you dwell in this body. You live inside of me. That's probably not the choice I would have made if I was God, but you don't choose like we do. And for that, I'm grateful. From I'm grateful that you're wisdom and your knowledge and your riches are so far beyond what I could imagine. As we move forward into this prayer, into this part of Ephesians, I pray that you would teach us what you would have for each one of us, that you would guide me in the direction to take with, with my requests that speak to each of our hearts and that honor you. Pray that this would be an offering to you, a time that we've come to sit with you, To learn from you, to ask of you, to hear from you. I pray that you would speak to us. I ask for your wisdom in proceeding through this scripture. And Spirit, I pray that you would just open it to us, that you would help us to understand, and that you would give us the obedience to apply these words however you want each of us to do so. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, that is worship for today. We're going to get into the second half of the third chapter of Ephesians, but because we're focusing on the second half in today's prayer, I want to go back and give you some context of the first half, of what came before what we're going to talk about today. So, it opens with Paul saying, for this reason, and then he interrupts himself. It's like talking and then saying, and then having this parenthetical phrase, and getting back to it in a minute. So he starts, he says, for this reason, then he interrupts himself and says this long phrase, verses 2 through 13. And then he gets back to it. And that's when he gets back to it, that's where we're starting today. But since I'm skipping that, here's what it says. This is the Michelle paraphrase of verses 2 through 13. And I was reading this just a moment before, (laughs) before the live went live. And I thought, I really didn't paraphrase very much. I gave you most, I gave you all of it, just rephrased. It's, Here's this. Here's what Paul says. He says, I assume you know this story, people who are reading this letter. I, Paul, am a prisoner of Christ for you Gentiles. God called me into ministry for you, and he made known to me this amazing thing that has never before been possible, that you Gentiles can share in the inheritance of heaven with the Jews. You are partners in the promises of God. And my work is to proclaim the riches of Christ to you so that God's multifaceted wisdom is known throughout the church. Anything that happens to me on this journey is for your benefit. So that's the point when he brings it back to his actual, what he's starting to write. And he repeats the phrase, for this reason, and then he goes on to tell what he prays on behalf of his readers. He prays for their strength and their understanding of God's power. And then he concludes by blessing God. So that's what we have today, this prayer that he prays for his readers. So here's the second half of Ephesians three. This is verses 14 through 21. I'm gonna read the whole thing and then we'll pray through the concepts in it. He says, for this reason, I kneel before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. I pray that He may grant you, according to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with power in your inner being through His Spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width, height and depth of God's love, and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. I have to confess, this is one of my favorite prayers. This is one that I frequently pray for other people. So let's just jump right into it. Father, I, I pray that—I <laughs> just want to jump in so fast— but my head is moving faster than my mouth. That's the problem. Okay, let's, let me let it catch up here for a second. Father, Paul said, for this reason, I kneel before you. And I pray that when we come to prayer, certainly we want to talk about us. I want to talk about our relationship. I want to ask you questions. I want to seek out your wisdom. I want to tell you what happened in my day, but I also want to be driven to prayer for others. Paul kneeled before you on account of the people that he had ministered to, on account of these people that some of them he didn't know. Certainly he didn't know throughout the ages that we would be coming to you in this letter, that we would be reading it like the Ephesian church. But like him, I want to be driven by other people's need to know you, need to grow in you, need to understand your power in their life and the power of love. Help me be driven to prayer for other people not simply out of selfishness or for my own benefit. That's fine. It's not always selfish when I come to you for my own benefit, but I just want my vision to be bigger. I want the people that you've put in my life for me to talk to about you, for me to share you with on an ongoing basis, not, not, not just the people in terms of salvation, but in terms of discipleship, in terms of relationship. I want those people to drive me to you in prayer. To drive me to my knees to pray for them, I ask first for myself and also for them, these things that Paul asked for in this, in this prayer, in these verses, that we would be granted according to the riches of your glory, which are beyond my imagination, which are incalculable. You have the power to grant us these things in so many ways that we can't even imagine. But I ask those things, for you to release that power, release those circumstances, for you to begin to work in our lives so that we would be strengthened with power in our inner being through your spirit. Spirit, give us strength. So much in life takes strength. And I pray that we would find it in you and we wouldn't find it in our own influence, in our own talents, in our own checkbook, in our own in our own strength, but that instead we would rely, Spirit, on your strength. Give us that strength. I pray, Christ, that you would dwell in my heart through faith, that you would dwell in others' hearts by faith. Those people who you've brought into my life, that you want me to help cultivate that faith in them, I pray that you would grow and dwell in those places, in those people. I ask that I would be rooted and firmly established in love me and all of those listening and praying with me, that we would be rooted, that we would take nourishment, that we would take sustenance from your love, that we would be able to understand throughout the ages with all of the other children in your family the length and width and height and depth of your love. Certainly, I don't think that's actually possible because I think it is one of those incalculable riches. But To the best of my ability, in an ever-increasing amount, let me understand how wide and tall and deep and rich your love is for me, for the world, for all the people that you have made. I pray that we would understand the love that sent Christ to the cross. Pray that we would not only be able to grasp it, but that we would then emulate it, that we would share that kind of sacrificial love with others and i pray that we would be filled with all the fullness of god i pray that for myself i pray that for us listening can you imagine your life filled with the fullness of god if you are not walking in that i pray for that for you this morning i pray for that for myself i i apologize father i i seek I, i'm I'm feeling repentant for anything that I have done that squashes that possibility of being filled with the fullness of God. Like, help me see those places in my life that are tamping that down, that are making that not possible. And I pray that you would eliminate those obstacles in my life. Pray that I would be filled with all the fullness of God. You are able to do above and beyond all that we ask or imagine, all that I can think Your power at work in us is amazing. We give you the glory. We ask that your glory would fill the church. And in Christ Jesus, may that be true through all generations forever and ever. Amen. That's all friends. Thank you so much for joining with me today. I so appreciate you being along on this journey with me. If you're watching on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page, we'll be back again on Wednesday. I'll be back again on Wednesday. I hope you will be too. And we'll go into the first part of chapter four. If you are a podcast listener, I'm so grateful that you've joined us on that platform. And for those of you on Facebook, there's a new feature to Facebook that allows me to connect the podcast with the Facebook page. And so what you are going to see is that the podcast will also show up, the audio only version of this, will also show up in the Facebook feed on my page probably later this afternoon. And so if you ever wanna go back to it in audio form, all of the podcast episodes should be able to be found now or after this afternoon through the Facebook page, in addition to wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, we are brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road. And my heart is that as we pray together, as we do this a couple of times a week, that we would grow in our relationship with the scripture, that we would learn how to use the word of God to speak to him and to direct our own lives. Pray that God would answer these prayers in mighty ways, but most of all, My heart is that I want you to fall deeper in love with the God who gave us the words that we are using in these prayers. Amen.